Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. To get more information about me and my work, please visit ValerieSilvera.com. I want you to know that it truly is an honor for me to stand with you. Hello, hello. I am so happy you joined me today on Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. And today I thought I would chat with you for a few minutes about staying positive in a negative world. I don't think anybody would disagree about how difficult it is to stay positive in the current world we live in. Now, perhaps if you'd lived 50 years ago, you would have thought the same thing and maybe you'll think the same thing if you were living in 100 years. I don't know, but it sure seems that in this day and age of constant news and everybody's opinion out there all the time, that there's just a lot of negativity. And I think that people tend to be negative in general, which is kind of unfortunate. And I don't mean to have such a cynical attitude, but it's just been my experience in my nearly 57 years of life now that most people are negative. And so it it's difficult to be a positive person anyway. Now, I think that part of the reason that that is true is that we we have fears. We're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of what we can't control. And so that causes us to have a tendency to sometimes think the worst or to be negative or to be afraid to be hopeful about the future and sometimes about anything. Maybe you've become more negative than you should be because you've gone through something big, something really serious, something that's affected your faith and your hope and made you more fearful. I get it. I lived that way for many, many, many years, living in paralyzing fear, actually. And it was difficult to stay positive. Now, I know that no matter what environment you grew up in or what state you're in right now, that you can move into being a positive person no matter what's going on around you, because I've done it a few times. And most notably would be, of course, I did it while my daughter was lost, very lost in the belly of her addiction beast. And I was super depressed and hopeless. And my faith was all but shaken. Well, I shouldn't say all but shaken. My faith was shaken. It was all but lost is what I should have said. And so I made my way back to being a positive person. But I also did it when I was younger too, because I didn't grow up in the most positive home. And that's not to say anything negative about my mom. I say my mom because my dad pretty much disappeared. But I say that because she was a very young mother and she did her best, but she didn't know about positive thinking. And apparently she just, you know, wasn't in that state of mind. And, you know, life was difficult. And because I was abandoned by my father, I really started living a negative with a negative attitude. Now, if you'd known me, that doesn't necessarily mean that you would have said, man, she's so negative. She's such a downer because I was also fun loving and outgoing and all of that. But in my heart and soul, I didn't expect anything. I thought the worst. I had negative thoughts. Perhaps I didn't voice a lot of the negativity. So maybe people didn't really realize I was so negative, but I really was. And in fact, I used to tell people you should think the worst. That was my thought process. You should think the worst because you'll never be disappointed. And then if something good happens, it's a bonus. What a terrible way to live, right? But 
So my point is, is that no matter what environment you grew up in, no matter what situation you find yourself in today, you can learn how to change your attitude. And obviously it starts with your thinking. And then that's, that will translate into your words. It will translate into the responses that you have to the things that other people say and do. And it will translate obviously into actions as well. So I think that obviously what you can do to have a better attitude is use the nine actions. My nine actions for a courageous life. I originally called them the nine actions to battle your beast. And I still do call them that for sure in certain situations. But for everyday life, I like to call them the nine actions for a courageous life. And by the way, I have an awesome video and study program. It's something you can download, something, a PDF that you can follow along And it's a really great video program called Nine Actions for a Courageous Life. You can find that at ValerieSilvera.com. I suggest you check into that. I mean, it's worth you taking the time because developing a positive attitude is not going to happen overnight. And it may really take a lot of work. And sometimes it can really help to have somebody else's perspectives, some insight, wisdom, some guidance. And that's what you can get in this nine actions for a courageous life program that you can find at ValerieSilvera.com. And so I say that because when I start to talk about what you can do, I automatically go to the nine actions because that's what I do. That's how I live my life and how I make it through, how I get back up and how I move from being negative to positive because I consider myself a positive person most of the time, but nobody's perfect and stuff happens. And I find myself, even me, who's in the positive attitude business, I find myself falling back into those negative and cynical patterns on occasion. And sometimes I can catch myself in a couple of minutes, sometimes an hour and sometimes longer. But the point is, once you have these tools and you learn how to catch yourself, you won't fall back into that negativity. Because I really find that it's so difficult to pull yourself out of it if you let yourself fall deeply into it. Okay, so that's not to bum you out if you're already a pretty negative person because you can get there little by little. Now, you might be a person that that is fairly positive, but you really could learn to be more positive and especially in those everyday situations. For instance, at work. Let's say at work you have clients or customers or coworkers that are negative. Maybe the the service or product that you work with isn't the happiest thing. As a matter of fact, for instance, dentists. I was thinking about this because my niece brought this up to me and she's a dental hygienist. And also I was with a friend who's a dentist, a retired dentist, not too long ago. And he was saying the same thing. A lot of people do not like going to the dentist. They have actually a big fear of it. And so there's a lot of stress in an environment like that. And And this could be applicable to so many different situations. So you need to learn to be the kind of person that diffuses that. Sometimes you can use humor. Humor is, I sh- you know what's funny when I, that I said sometimes? That's my go-to thing. Humor is a great diffuser. And obviously we do this with respect, but you can find ways to add a little levity, add some humor that will definitely defuse these stressful situations. And even if somebody is really being rude, you can often use humor. That'll that'll sometimes throw people off. And it's also, it's one of those common things. It's common ground. Unless the person just has no sense of humor or they're just 
in way too bad of a mood and they have no desire to have even a smile, let alone a laugh. But I would definitely recommend trying to use humor whenever you can. Trying to lighten the mood with discussion, with bringing up some points that maybe the person wouldn't realize that what you're doing is moving something into a positive direction. If you can find a subject, maybe it's something, a subject that's going on, or you can compliment them. That's another one. So we can use humor. We can bring up a positive, fun topic. And then there is the compliment. And this is especially useful if somebody's really being rude. It's pretty difficult for somebody to continue to be rude when you just gave them a compliment. Now, if none of these things work, okay, the person's just going to be negative. Then you kind of have to learn to be Teflon. Because what we tend to do when we're around negative people or in these negative situations, we jump right on board. It's just incredible. I actually did something recently. It actually, it might even be in the nine actions for a courageous life program that I mentioned. I may have brought it up in there, but negativity seems to be like gravity. So, you know, you throw something up in the air and the law of gravity said, says it's going to fall to the ground. It seems to me that negativity is like gravity. It will just pull you down. And we just seem to jump right on board that negativity train much more readily and easily than we do on the positivity train. But wouldn't it be amazing if you were the person that other people were attracted to because they want to live a positive life or that you just want to have a positive moment? And that's another thing about being positive. So I mentioned some, some strategies, some tips on what you can do in certain stressful, negative situations, but negativity in general, it's also very contagious, but positivity is too. So that's the cool thing. So because negativity is so contagious, you are going to want to hang around with, be impacted by, listen to, communicate with as many positive people as possible. Now, many years ago, I would say, gosh, maybe 1991 or something like that, I listened to my first motivational speaker. I shouldn't say that. My first motivational speaker was when I was 11, and it was my friend Chris's dad, Ron, who said to us, when you have a bad attitude, you can't eat right, you can't sleep right, you can't poop right, you can't do anything right. <laughs> it's so funny that 40 some odd years later, I still remember that. That was the impact he had on me. So that was a moment, and that's the kind of impact that you can have. But the first professional motivational speaker that I listened to was Brian Tracy. And I remember listening, and this is when we had cassette tapes, and I remember listening to him, and he said something that has stuck with me all of these years later. And what he said is that a negative and a positive person should never be together. And he was talking about in a, like a marriage relationship. But he said a positive and a negative person should never be together because invariably the negative person will bring the positive person down. It is much more difficult for a positive person to reach down and pull somebody up. So remember what I said a moment ago about, about gravity and relating it to attitude. So a negative attitude is like gravity. So, or if you were going to pull something down, it's probably easier for you to pull something down than it is for you to pull something up from the ground. So you have to be mindful of that. 
if you are going to hang around with the people that are in your family, your friends, your work life, a bunch of negative people, it is going to be much more difficult for you to be positive because eventually you just get worn out trying to be positive around all of these negative people. So you have to do your best, you know, and sometimes people, people will say, well, if I stop hanging around with these negative people who are my friends, let's say, what if I don't have any friends? What if I have nobody to hang out with? I'm here to tell you that for a period of time, you are better off being alone and working on being a positive person than hanging around with negative people and winding up being a very negative, cynical person. A negative, cynical person is probably not going to reach their full potential in life. I know you're not going to. And you're probably not going to work on your purpose. Probably won't even try to think about what it could be. So I think of it that way. I would rather take the chance of being alone, of spending time alone. Hey, if I'm being positive, I'd rather hang out with me anyway than a negative person. But I would rather take the chance of being alone for a time and working on my mindset and working on being a positive person and then and then someday attracting to me other people that are like-minded than missing out on my destiny, missing out on all of the amazing impact that I can have on other people by being a positive person, by being a person who can see the good, who can find the good, who chooses the viewpoint of positivity, who, who chooses humor instead of being a victim. That's another thing. I've used that a lot when I felt as if, gosh, what a bummer. This terrible situation happened. In fact, I was talking the other day. I can't remember if I said this on a podcast. So, Hey, if I did, it's okay. It's no problem repeating stories, but I had this trip and it was really the trip from hell. It was several years ago when my daughter was about five and Jamie had a sore throat and I had a sore throat and I went on this business trip anyway, single mom. She was with her father. I went off on this business trip and my throat was getting worse and worse over a couple of days. And I was staying at this hotel in San Francisco and I decided to save the company money, even though they didn't ask me to. And I decided to stay at this uh, hotel that was in the theater district. It seemed like a, a kind of a cool hotel. Well, this is what I found out about the theater district. Nobody sleeps ever, 24 hours a day. It's noisy. And this particular hotel had the thinnest windows on the planet. It sounded as if the people were in my bedroom. I mean, in my hotel room, literally. It was so loud that I couldn't sleep and my throat was on fire. And the worst part probably was the next morning when I got up to take a shower and it was, it was a colder time of year. When I got up to take a shower, there was no hot water, no joke. Now I won't get into all the different things, but it really turned out to be not good. And when I got home, both my daughter and I went to the doctor and I had strep throat as it turned out and she had scarlet fever. We actually went to the emergency room that night. So the point is that that story could have been retold as, oh my gosh, this terrible thing happened to me. But for some reason, I decided to tell the story with humor. And I have all of these little details of the story that I would come back and tell people. And they just cracked up. And that's what caused this guy that I used to work with to say, he was standing around listening to the story and he traveled a lot too. And he said, you're like a female Seinfeld. You find humor in everyday life. And I love that. I love that he thought of me that way. So you can do that kind of thing. Find humor. So you're going to have to be mindful 
of the people that you hang out with because let's say you know I told you about some tips earlier that you could use in these situational negativity such as talking about my friend saying it's stressful at the dentist or my niece saying it's stressful at the dentist and she works in that environment so you could use those tips that I told you use humor come up with a different story compliment people but if you have not worked on becoming a positive person in general, you're probably not even going to remember these tips that I'm giving you because you won't be in that mindset. What'll happen is you will jump right on board the negativity train with your patients, your customers, your clients, your friends, your family. You'll just jump on board. It's sort of the path of least resistance. And before you know it, you're all you know, in this negative downward spiral. So that those are the two things. Use tips and strategies, but work on being a positive person in general. Then these tips and strategies will come very easily to you. Think about being the person at the end of the day that can look back at a situation and think, wow, that situation, my day could have been 180 degrees of how it turned out if I would have not use these strategies Valerie told me about, if I would was not working on becoming a positive person in a negative world. But it turned out okay because I changed. I'm different. And these are the things that I automatically gravitate toward. Ways of defusing negativity. Because negativity just seems to be everywhere. It doesn't take much to find negativity. All you have to do is turn on the news Check the internet, check social media, talk to your neighbor. And unfortunately, you many times don't even have to leave the house. You could be living with negative people and that the most negative person in your household could possibly be you. The good news is no matter where you sit today, no matter what you've been through, how you grew up, how you were conditioned, you can change. You can change your mindset I can help you do this. Keep listening to these podcasts. I have YouTubes. I have lots of different things on different subjects that will help you overall to have a better mindset. If you really want to dig in, do as I suggested at the beginning of this podcast and get the nine actions for a courageous life. It's a really awesome program, a video guided program where I will help you to put these nine things into your life to help you to live a better life in general, not just being courageous, but courage is connected with so many different things, including happiness and peace and hope and faith and purpose and all sorts of great stuff. Do that or take it one step further and join my Still Standing Tribe, which is my coaching program. When you are an annual member, you will get access to that nine actions for a courageous life program. Use some tools because If you're just going to hope and pray and just try without any guidance or wisdom or support or linking arms with other people, it's going to be pretty difficult, especially if the you know what has hit the fan in your life and you've come to a place where negativity or thinking the worst or falling in line with other people who are negative or cynical has become sort of normal for you. And by the way, it's normal for a lot of people, so don't feel like the Lone Ranger but you don't, that doesn't have to be the case for you. You can change. You weren't put on this earth to be that. God didn't stick you on this earth and say, I've stuck this person here to be negative and cynical and, and fearful and hopeless and helpless and a victim. 
That's not the design for your life. I know that for sure. And so because that wasn't the design for your life, I also know that you can change. It's not just possible. It is absolutely within your grasp, but you have to start. You have to make a decision that you're going to start today and you are going to be the person that people look at and look up to because you are a positive person living in a negative world. Link arms with me because together we can get through anything. Together we are changing the world. Have an awesome day. Thanks again for joining me today. Please subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss notification for any future episodes. And please visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com. I would love to link arms with you and stand with you in whatever it is you're going through because we are in this thing called life together. Have an awesome day.